This is a Beautiful Mars podcast for Friday, June 14th, 2019, from HiRISE, onboard NASA's Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter. This week, boldly going where no rovers have gone before. Dune Footprints in Hellas These curious chevron shapes in southeast Hellas Planitia are the result of a complex story of dunes, lava, and wind. Long ago, there were large crescent-shaped dunes that moved across this area, and at some point there was an eruption. The lava flowed out over the plain and around the dunes, but not over them. The lava solidified, but these dunes still stuck up like islands. However, they were still just dunes, and the wind continued to blow. Eventually, the sand piles that were the dunes migrated away, leaving these footprints in the lava plain. These are also called dune casts and record the presence of dunes that were surrounded by lava. Enterprising viewers will make the discovery that these features look conspicuously like a famous logo, and you'd be right. But it's only a coincidence. Tooting Crater Ejecta In this picture, we can see a huge tongue-like form, which looks like a mud flow with boulders on its surface. This tongue is only a small part of a larger deposit that completely surrounds Tooting Crater. This is part of what is called an ejecta blanket. The shape and form of the deposits in the ejecta blanket can tell us about the condition of the ground when the impact crater was formed. The presence of this tongue of ejecta is interpreted as a sign that the ground was frozen before impact. The force of the impact melted ice and mixed it with rock and dust as it was thrown away from the crater. It then settled to form these tongue-like lobes all around the crater. Rhythmic layers east of Medusae Fossae. The surface of this image looks wavy like that of the sea. These wave shapes are the result of erosion, the removal of material which has been ongoing for millions if not billions of years. This erosion is likely performed by the action of wind and has revealed layered rock that was deposited in this area in the ancient past. The layers were deposited very regularly one on top of another and the erosion has cut across them, sometimes shallowly, sometimes more deeply, to create these giant undulations. More resistant layers protrude further, making them the visible crests of the waves. Landing in Oxia Palace. This image shows a cratered area to the southeast of the ExoMars 2020 Rosalind Franklin rover landing site at Oxia Palace. Selecting and characterizing landing sites is a balance between having science targets and avoiding potential obstacles, and high-rise is used for both purposes. Craters like this one excavate material from within the crust, including both sedimentary and igneous rocks, and scatter this material far from the crater itself. This is one of the ways that so-called float rocks, rocks that are not connected to their original outcrop, can occur across a landing site. They are often ejecta from distant impacts. Here, an ejecta blanket is visible in the rays of material surrounding this 2-kilometer diameter crater. The ExoMars rover has a suite of cameras and a close-up imager that will be used to study these float rocks. Studying such samples has been an important way of learning about the deep crust of Mars on previous missions, notably the Spirit and Opportunity rovers, and now Curiosity. You can see these images and more at uahighrise.org.